Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Robert the Reaper, Nico, the Welcome to UFC Unfiltered. I was talking to about Matt Sarah earlier today, actually, uh, as I was training, um, and uh, they were singing your praises. I was learning Kimuras. We have Robert Whitaker today, and we also have um, uh, Nico Price making his seventh appearance on the show. I can't believe he's been on so many times. But I was so this doing. Morning, you were at Henzo's. Yes, I was at Henzo Gracie's, and I was. Uh, he, he was. Uh, I, he was showing me how to do a like from side control a Kimura, and he was just telling me how to clamp down with my knees um, and and stay close. Like don't lift up, but stay close when you get it, so you don't give anybody space. And he said, "You." He was showing me how to do it. It was really uncomfortable. And he said, "You should see Matt when he does it. It's like a cement truck. Like you're just not moving." He was talking about the pressure you applied. Yeah, you you're gonna learn how to distribute all your weight correctly. You know. Yeah. You don't want to be light as a feather. You want to be a heavy little bird. Now you want to make yourself. You're gonna. You're gonna perch. No, I'm only kidding. You're gonna. <laughs> you're gonna. You're gonna rest your weight, all your weight on that limb. Yeah, I was going over stuff today, getting out of S mount. I don't know if you know what S mount is. I do not know. Nobody's mounted, and let's say I get on my side, which I shouldn't to escape, and also they slide their knee under my head, exposing my back. One leg's up, one knee's behind my head. So I was using framework a framework to escape to go escape from s mount into ashagarami which is a leg lock attack it oh. was fun jimmy we did that all morning i had 30 people in my morning class today that's a pretty good amount what time is your morning class 7 a.m jimmy same here at uh, at henzo's and i wish i could make it but i'm on the, i'm off this week but i'm on the air by eight so I, I there's no way for me to do it because the class doesn't end till eight yeah well you know for that early here in Long Island, we get a uh, today we had 30 people on the mat, which is nice. That's a lot. And man, even though I didn't roll today, dude, I sweat. I'm showing these moves. I'm sweating, melting. I love it. So that's the way to start the day, Jimmy. That is yeah, the- it, it really is. Um, and, I, and if I was able to do it, I hate putting my glasses on. I don't want to look like a nerd. No, no, you got to do that sometimes. We have, what an incredible card. Um, and we could talk about the uh, the Sean Strickland fight. Uh, in a little bit, uh, that was also a a, uh, a a great fight and a really good card. But this uh, coming up, uh, he looked great against Magomedov, uh, second round stoppage. But let's bring in uh, Nico Price, who is fighting uh, a legend in uh, Robbie Lawler. It's the main fight of the prelims. It's Robbie Lawler's yeah. fire fight, which is yes, he is this final fight, yeah. Oh, hey, yeah, it is. All right, awesome. Oh, shit, man. Dude, you look you like the- time now? 
You look like the Italian ah, Terminator right there. I don't know what I'm looking <laughs> at. I like, there he is. What's up, What's buddy? What's up, y'all? How you doing, man? Dude, you are fighting Robbie Lawler and Robbie Lawler's retirement fight. Now, what does that mean to you? Oh, it's a blessing, man. It's a gift from God. You know, like, I'm stoked. I get to, like, not say welcome to retirement, you know, but, like, you know, I've been talking about fighting Robbie since I was, like, 18 years old. I was like, dude, what if one day we get to fight Rob? And then, yep, my last email was, hey, Robbie Lawler. I was like, yes. I think they're doing this because they want his last fight to be exciting. So they yeah. need to write dance partner for his, his send-off. Now, are so you – yeah, you're definitely the right guy for that. Now, are you comfortable – that we know that Robbie Laurel is one of the nicest, most respected people in the sport. Are you comfortable trying to beat his ass and send him off into retirement? Could you sleep at night doing <laughs> yeah, that? I can, man. You know, good, it's, good, it's, it's just like you. when I was going to fight uh, Donald. You know, I've already yeah. fought one legend. Now I get to fight another. I'm stoked. You Isn't know? it crazy? Even even Robbie's losses, he's had a few losses uh, as of late. But it doesn't matter. Every fight is just a nightmare for whoever he's fighting. There's never an easy fight. He never goes down quietly. It's never like just a, a cruising decision. It's always a brawl. So you know, that no matter what happens, it's going to be a, a really tough fight. Oh, we're swinging. We're going in there to swing. Put it that way. I know that. You know, but like you said, no one else has had an easy fight with me either. Right. So they wanted to see some fireworks, so they knew who to get the dance. Like you said, the right dance partner for that one. And when you look at a guy, like you said, Cowboy, or when you look at Robbie, these these legends of the sport, do you kind of look like, hey, I get to share this experience with him? You know, you want to win the fight, but is that how you're able to do it? Like, I'm, I'm sharing this, this cage with this legend, and the only way to really honor him is to fight him as hard as you can. Exactly. If I go in there and just lay down, that ain't a gift. That's not nothing, you know? Like, I'm going to go in there and give him everything I got. You know, I left my family for five weeks this camp. Oh. Uh, yeah, I came out here, uh, me and my head coach, boxing coach, we came out to train with uh, Jordan, not human, Newman, and uh, Duke Rufus, and uh, Ben Askren. You know, I came out here to get some new knowledge in all fields. And, uh, yeah, dude, I'm, I, put my, I put my soul into this fight. I'm ready. How is the training with Ben? I saw a photo of you guys on Instagram. He's funky, man. He's got great <laughs> styles. It's it's true. And the funny thing is we can smile the whole time we're doing it. You know, like, and then he broke me down. He broke down my style. He broke down where he thinks I can get better and everything. It's cool. It was a great learning experience. So I, I had a blast. Ben's a great dude. And he's got a new hip, I believe, right? He's got that new hip. It, 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 is he grappling? Is he? Oh, yeah. He's grappling hard, too. We were going, we went at it for like, the, the first time, we probably got about 30, 40 minutes in. And then the second time, we got about an hour, hour and a half straight. I would yeah. love to see. I would, it's not going to ever happen, so I don't know why I'm saying it. But I would love to see Ben Askren fight Jake Paul in MMA rules. No one would. That would <laughs> it would never happen, ever. Yeah. But that would be fun, though, wouldn't it? To get oh, that yeah. Back would. And he can show his. Ben, poor Ben. I don't want to say poor Ben, because the guys that know, they know. Yeah. I know. But, like. He had some of his best, best MMA years just overseas dismantling people. 
And then when he got yeah. he had the one fight with Robbie, which was controversial a little bit. And yeah. it was rough. But I mean, I don't know. I just feel that that guy had he's got such a fun, funky style that nobody's yeah, seen. Dude. You know, but hey, hey, listen, you seen it, you seen it up close. Yeah, no, his style is it's it's very similar to mine, just a lot more wrestling. I'm more like a jiu-jitsu based grappler. Um, so he has more like wrestling hips, get ups, transitions. So it was cool to learn that part because I like I, I learn more as I roll with you. Yeah. So as I roll with you, I'll learn how to adapt to the style that you are. And um yeah, so like the first time we rolled with him, I was I didn't know what was going on. Yeah. Second time it was a lot better, you know, like I could understand yeah. his movements. And stuff, you know how it is. Jiu-jitsu oh, guys adapt. And Jimmy knows too, because Jimmy now is training at the Henzo Gracie New York City Academy. I just started. When you talking about that, Jimmy's like, oh, yeah, I know, I know what you're saying. I have a very white belt, but I, I do, I, I love it though, and it's, it's exhausting. I had to shit today while I was rolling. Boy, that's the worst Dude. feeling on earth. That's when you go. No, that's the movie. worst. I agree. 100%. <laughs> I know somebody's got to have. That's make, when you uh, you put someone in a triangle. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a problem. Hey, when you are uh, fighting a guy like like Robbie, who again you, you're saying that you you've been a fan for so long, so you've probably seen all of this fight. What when you how do you handle something like this? Do you go back? Do you watch everything again now with a different eye uh, because you're looking at how am I going to finish this guy, or or do you kind of go well? I've already seen what he does. Well, I like like you said, I've seen a lot of his fights. You know, I've watched a lot of them um but then yes we do go back and we break down where i see i i think i can capitalize and where i can get it done with you know but with a different with kind of a different lens you go and look at it yes um, i'm sorry jimmy i was gonna okay. say with all the camps out there what made you want to go out and visit rufus and them uh just my buddy out here jordan he's a southpaw so i got a lot of southpaw look with him sparring He's a really high, high-level wrestler, um, Jordan Newman, and uh, he's a beast. So I got to work with him. He's a young Thundercat. He's like 27 or 26, and he just is his pressure national champion wrestler beast. So I got to go work. I got to work with him a lot, and he pretty much fights like Robbie. He fights in Bellator at 185. Uh, he's six and zero now, I think. Yeah. Shit, man. So, yeah, he's a he's a monster. So I got to do a lot of work with him, and we'll be doing. It's funny because he's like me when I was twenty six. It was like, uh, like, and even if we're doing drills, we're sparring. Nah. It's like, oh, we do an hour of drills and and five rounds, five five minute rounds of sparring. But it's not. Nah, it's a whole hour and a half of just sparring this guy. It was hey. a great time. Nico, I think you're a guy, kind of guy that has a hard time sitting still. Do you, do you? I don't see you like just lounging around on the couch, or do you? I think you're always out doing something. Are you a guy that's fidgety and hard to sit still and do that? What, 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 am I, am I, I like moving. Still? You like moving? I like moving, yes. If I'm sitting down, most of the time it's rest days or I'm resting in between a session. Yes. You know? But uh, since we've been here, we've been at the gym three, three times a day. Oh, you know, man. I had to get a gym membership at a, at another gym just to keep us busy. Yeah. You know, yeah. rented a car. We drove everywhere. 
driving all over Milwaukee. Uh, how, how do you right like Milwaukee? Do you like it? No, I like Florida. Yeah. I, yeah. I did uh, a little fishing yesterday, but it's it's to, it's not Florida fishing. I got uh, my first smallmouth bass, which fit in my hand, and then I caught a bluegill. So it wasn't the, the biggest, the funnest thing for me, but it's, what can you do on a pencil fishing pole? So oh, Shit, man. It, you're used to Florida. It ain't fun unless you're worried about getting your ankle bitten by a fucking alligator, right? <laughs> yeah, that's what I was telling my coach. I'm like, it's so funny. I just walked right down to the water, started moving around. I was like, I don't even have to worry about moccasins out here. This is awesome. Right? <laughs> no snakes, no poisonous spiders, no uh, no gators. Oh, God. I'm staying in New York, man. Have you, wait, have you seen gators while you were fishing? Out here? Yeah, no, no, Florida. Oh, yeah, dude. They've eaten my fish off my hook. Dude, this is, I mean, that's too, yeah. close, to me. that's too close for me. Oh, dude, I was pulling in a peacock bass off the alley, and this gator came up and grabbed the bass. And then I'm now fighting a, a gator. I'm like, what the heck? Uh, did he wind yeah, up taking the fish? Up. Oh, yeah, he took the fish and my lure. It was a $6 lure, too. So when you're standing, like, you're standing by a lake or wherever you're fishing, you, you literally have to watch out that they don't creep up and just and grab you oh, while you're standing there, right? Oh, 100%. I was standing on a rock once. I was about four feet high, so I didn't think the gator could jump that high. But they, they sort of can. Um, and I'm fishing, I'm fishing, and I just hear the water moving. I look down, and it was a gator getting, trying to get up the rock at me. I'm like, what? but that's terrifying it's not that bad but if you're out in the wild and you're fishing it's got to be scary if you know this thing is not trying to bite me like this thing is trying to kill me like this thing will drag me underwater and drown me that's a terrifying uh you know if you're getting bit by a piranha that sucks but this thing is trying to drag you underwater and and drown you yeah um plan on losing something or getting something broken (laughs) I guess so, yeah. You know, hey, lose a foot, or he's gonna break the ankle. <laughs> and you quit. Uh, in our prep, it says that you quit smoking marijuana. How long ago did you quit, and what was your reason for it? Did you just not want to do it anymore? Yeah, I just felt convicted by God to stop smoking. So I was like, I was sitting out there one day. I was, I took a huge rip of my bong, and then I was like, Why am I doing this? And then I just, just stopped. I was like, Yeah, I'm done with this. Quit it. Oh it wow. Did you like do it so much where it wasn't even affecting you anymore? Pretty much that too. And then I started like realizing I'm spending a lot of time away from my kids, just trying to get high. And then I was like, no, nah, I need to go there. I got six kids now. So I got to keep them little, them little turn mites freaking busy, you know? And if they see me doing that, they're going to turn into doing that. And I don't want that to happen, you know? I don't want them to ever have to rely on something like that. So I just changed it. It was, was it literally like an overnight decision. And how long have you been doing this? Uh, how long have you been on the wagon with that? I started smoking when I was 24 when I started having seizures. I thought it would help. Yeah. Uh, I realized really quick that it didn't help. People say it does and this, but for me it didn't. So like they say it prolongs them or it stops them, but I had them while I was high before. So I was like, yeah, this, 
that was just yeah i'm done with it it's no need. yeah man you don't need that shit yeah maybe jesus no, and- maybe i'll get a memo from jesus too Keep my thumbs, my lungs nice and strong. Yeah, oh, man, listen. About to beat up. You're still fighting, man. You're fighting. Don't worry about the devil's lettuce when you're fighting. You just worry about taking out. Yeah, man. Worry about decapitating people. Hey, do you have any more? Is your cardio any different now? Have you noticed a difference since you quit? Oh, yeah. It's easier to breathe in general. You know, I'm not coughing all the time. I'm not even thinking of it. But- when are you going out to Vegas? We leave tomorrow morning at 8, 8 a.m. Oh, you're flying out. And do you oh, like Fight Week? It's very busy. It's crazy. You like it out there during Fight Week? I don't really oh. like Vegas. I like fighting in Vegas. I love, like, the people at the venue and stuff, but I don't like just walking around in Vegas. It's not my, it's not my style. I like woods. I like lakes. I like fishing. Um, not really big on walking into a club and doing nothing and dancing and stuff like that. You're not a big city person. Not at all. I'm a total woodsman. Raised in the swamp. Yeah. Yeah, dude, I can see that, man. Like, I don't know, dude. You're not going to get me in a swamp. I'm freaked out by everything. Even like little funky spiders. The other day I was sleeping in my lounge right at my school. You would have made it a pet, but I had a big spider cricket on me. I'm like, oh, get the fuck out of this house. It looked like Jurassic Park. I felt like when I killed it, I felt like it was murder. No, I love animals, I, man. I, I catch snakes. I catch gators. I catch fish. I catch anything I can catch, pretty much. Shit, man. You don't get freaked out if your uh, bees freak me out. They don't. They don't bother you if they're buzzing around. You can handle it. Not, not, not all the time. Depends if it's a hornet. Yeah, I'll, I'll kill the hornets. I'll get them out of there. Yeah. But like honeybees or nothing or something like that, if they bite me, it's whatever. I'll just get off, you know, get out of here. Yeah, I think they kill themselves when they do that, though, the honeybees, right? They sting you. Don't they kill themselves? Yeah, it pops out the stair comes out. Yeah. Yeah, all right. There you go. Well, Nico, look, you're always always uh, exciting to have on uh, on a card. And what a fight this is. It's the It's the main fight of the prelims. Um, yep. and this is probably going to be a brawl with Robbie Lawler. You know, he's fighting to go out in style and I know you, you, you want to make his last fight very memorable for a bad reason for him. You want to go out on top. So good luck on a Saturday night, man. This is a great fight. And, uh, thanks for coming on. This is your seventh time on the show. It's always great talking to you. Yeah. Thank you so much, man. It's a blessing again. Um, all glory to God. I just want to say thank you to everybody who helped me out here. Flow grown, Florida boys, Roman Reaper. Yeah. Have a great fight, man. All right, Nico. Talk to you soon. Take care, buddy. Good luck. All right, be good, man. Take care, man. God bless y'all. Thanks, Nico. All right, Nico. Both in and out of the octagon, UFC fighters only trust Thorne to fuel their performance. That's because Thorne ensures athletes won't test positive for over 200 banned substances. As UFC's official sports performance nutrition partner over the last three years, Thorne uses the cleanest ingredients and their labels are fully transparent. Here's what UFC Senior Vice President of Athlete Health and Performance Jeff Nowitzki has to say. This is important not only for the elite UFC professional athlete, 
but also for the general consumer as well, ensuring what they're taking has exactly what it says on the label, is safe and science and research backed. Now, like Jeff says, Thorne supports athletes of all ages in every stage of their game, from professional athletes to athletic professionals. UFC only trusts Thorne. You should too. Find out why at Thorne, that's T-H-O-R-N-E dot com. Thorne, T-H-O-R-N-E dot com. Use the promo code UFC10. That's UFC10. Purchase today and see why you only want Thorne in your corner. Thank you, yeah, to Nico Price. Robert Whitaker will be here uh, shortly. This uh, uh, Dracus Duplessis fight is very, very exciting. And what a great card this is, Matt. Um, I guess we can do our picks on uh, Wednesday. We don't have to do them right now. But we should also, uh, a nice shout out to Sean Strickland, uh, 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 Abus Madoff. What a great second round uh, knockout that was. And Magomedov looked so good in that first round. Um, heavy leg kicks. Uh, he was very aggressive. And Sean is just such a veteran and such a smart fighter, just using the jab, using the jab. And in the second round, you could see that uh, Megamedov was definitely, uh, mouth was open, he was tired. And, uh, you know, Strickland was just relentless. And uh, he has such good instincts. He doesn't seem to waste a lot of energy throwing punches. Uh, who do we just watch? Who is uh, Josh Emmett. When you watch a guy like Josh Emmett, right, he throws all these big, booming punches where if they connect he's going to knock you out of the cage but i think he uses so much energy doing that and strickland doesn't seem to waste any energy um and but when he when he has you up against the cage and he knows you're in trouble you're in trouble so he finished him in the second round uh and he looked really really good and grant dawson a yeah. grueling fight over uh demir asmogulov uh who was really uh they were speaking so highly about him before and uh grant dawson just looked uh, incredible and that was a a grueling grueling uh decision Hey, Emmett! Oh, 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 oh. Now listen, Jimmy. Oh. The kids nowadays they don't know what Abbott and Costello was. I wish I didn't. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, wait, hold on. I'm lighting it, Jimmy. You know what's funny? Because the way you have your mic, when you're laughing, people can't hear you laughing. My mic. So no, I don't have a mic. It's the mic on the computer. I right, right. So the so the sound just cuts out. So they probably just think that you're staring. <laughs> if they're not watching it, they think you're just fucking staring at me. <laughs> I'm laughing too loud. Um, <laughs> Jimmy, well, well, back in the day, there was a people Google all the kids out there. Google uh, Abbott and Costello. Yeah. When Costello would get a little scared, he'd go, "Hey, Abbott." Yeah. You're in my rhymes with Emmett. Anyway, who's on it, first? No let me ask you are you uh what are you doing for the fourth uh it's just gonna be a nice chill day at the Sarah's. you know what i mean oh it's nice yeah we're gonna hang out take a day off of the school you know and just have my in-laws come over oh that's nice or her husband go in the backyard jump in the pool play a little cornhole you know cornhole i do not know Uh, it's basically it's like a little beanbag and you got to throw it in the board with the hole in it oh sure yeah 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 sounds like something dirty that you would do I, it really does yeah <laughs> careful playing cornhole you lose a fingernail yeah oh by the way uh uh <laughs> uh morales uh over max griffin what again i thought that was the uh fight of the night uh what a what a great great fight uh 
Max Griffin is the fact that he survived that is insane. Uh, he was having a Morales 15 0, and he was having a very hard time uh, covering the distance uh, and, and closing distance. But just Max is as tough as they come. And uh, congratulations to Morales. What was Frank. Max? I'm sorry. What was Max Payne's single that I liked? I don't remember, but I remember talking to him about it. And I remember you liking it, but I don't remember. I, I seem to remember me singing it. I, well, I, I probably blocked that out. I believe I, I blocked that out. Yeah, our producer's going to have it pop up right on the screen. I would hope he doesn't. Max Payne. <laughs> Max Griffin Payne. Yep. Oh, Max Payne Griffin. He has a song that I believe is called... Come on, producer! I'm trying to draw... I'm fucking drawing... I'm taking my time with this so you pop up. Oh, I know what it's called. What? I, I remember. Who Let the Dogs Out? It, no, Jimmy. I think you're being silly because you know... That's from the Baja Boys, I believe, right? Is it the Baja I don't Baja? remember. I remember that song, and I didn't care for it, if you want the truth. Oh, that, that song was rough, you know? But I used to always bark when they go, rah, rah, rah. Um, Yeah. All right, producer. Oh, you're stumped. The producer's stumped. Well, let me see. Oh, Apparently, there's no... Let's see. Max Payne single. Hold on. Let me let me just try this. This weird you thing can find that called two Google. Our producer got stumped. Hold on. Let's see. But you're not okay. producing me what I the, the results I want. Let's see if Jimmy can find it. Uh, let's see. Is Max it uh, called uh, not, not the Lunas uh, uh, MPG? Oh, that's Mac Payne's. Was pissed about bullshit book. Oh no, hold on. I'm looking for his song. You know it if you say SoundCloud. It, hold on, I'll click to SoundCloud. Um, it's sorry, buddy. It's very slow. It's not going. I would like to throw Jake under the bus, but I don't know if I can because my I'm having a hard time getting to his. Uh, I remember singing it, and I want this guy had a rough fight. He hung in there. He deserves some people to list download his single. You know, uh, so everybody. This is what I, I want know. you to do. You do the research. Is it bulletproof? I don't think so. Bang bang. I don't think so. Oh no, that's Griffin Oscar. I I put Max. Hold on. All right. Well, listen. I, and now this is going to drive me nuts. I just want to plug this guy's song because I liked it. And uh, if I re- I feel like if I heard the, the sound, if I heard the name of it, I could just break right into song. So, as I've said before on this show, that ship has sailed. Let's move yeah. on. Let's All right. Move. All right. Not knocking out fool. All right. No, I can't remember. No. I couldn't find it either. We did try, but Matt uh, Max fought such a. He lost the fight. Uh, Morales clearly won, but that, that was just. Uh, an incredible uh, effort and, and, and a great, uh, I love when somebody, like even when they lose the fight, when it's, when it's just a three round war like that and you just can't put them away. Uh, great fight. So congratulations to Morales. Um, yeah, I'm looking at the uh, up uh, ahead to the, uh, well, first of all, Kevin Lee had a hard time though, by the way, he was on our fight on our, yeah. our show last week. And yeah. uh, you know, that or not is a, that guy is, we found him on Dana White looking for a fight. 21 and one. Yeah. And we weren't even like looking like for a guy around 30 years old. I remember him being like, nah, I'm not looking. Dana's like looking for a younger guy. And he just went out there and, and uh, smoked someone. So, you know, we got him on and now look at him. Now he's doing phenomenal. So good, good for him not. And Kevin Lee, you know, shit happens, man. What yeah. sucks is you didn't really get the show too much because he got taken out. But, you know, hopefully we get to see him again in there, man, because, you know, that was a little, uh, you know, so it's a shame, you know. He got caught, yeah. Yeah. 
Thumbs I'm thumbs upping, Matt. You know why? Ooh. The great yeah, Robert Whitaker is in the I almost said the dressing room. He's in the waiting room. I'm sure so please bring him in, Jake, when you have a second. Hello, sir. How are you? Ooh, he looks- he's either very stoic or he's he's, no, he's, he's you mean frozen. stoic because he he's low, he, it froze with him holding his chest like hello. Yes, he looks very regal. <laughs> there yes. he is. Me? Yeah, yeah, yeah now we got Robert. Okay. what's up, man? Uh, no, watch my just same old cruising. <laughs> are you still doing that? Did you do the video games? I'm looking at your setup there. I don't know where you are now, but did you do the um, online stuff before? Yeah, yeah, I've done online stuff. Like, There's just a headset. Like a gaming headset. Oh, it's not a game. Anytime I look at anything, I think it has to do with gaming. That's what you're dealing with. <laughs> I'm like, oh, what kind of headset's that? But are you not doing that anymore, or are you? Oh, I don't have a lot of time to stream, so I don't. I don't go live that often anymore, just because I, I just don't have time, mate. Um, yeah. I still, I still play video games. <laughs> I think you can't, can't stop that. Oh. And where are you now? You're still home? No, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm in Vegas. I'm in the New York, New York. Hence. The, the lovely purplish tint to my complexion right now. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I was wondering, when, when did you fly in, and, and what is the time difference to home to here? Like- uh, a couple of days ago, the time difference is, uh, what is it, 14 hours maybe? I don't know. Something like that. It's, it's, it's sizable enough that we have to come early enough to, to adjust and, and climatize properly. Well, I'm yeah. glad you're here because I was looking at the background and I was like, I remember Robert's house being a lot nicer. What happened? But- <laughs> <laughs> Downsize, mate. Tough times. And uh, Duplessis has looked really, really uh, solid. How do you, I mean, you approach every fight the same, I'm sure. But when you get a guy like this and you know that you are, you have the target on your back and you're the guy he's probably been watching for a long time. And he's this guy, this highly touted up and coming fighter. Um do you approach him any differently than you would approach someone like Izzy uh, or, or, or anybody like, uh, you know, who, who you fought before, who was kind of a bit of a, a higher rank? Yeah, not necessarily, but uh, I will say with a stipulation that preparing for Izzy's obviously much, much different to, to anybody else just because of the, the range he has, the height he has, and the ability, like his, his kickboxing skill set. Like, it, you have to approach that fight differently. Um, but Generally speaking, the, the camps are the same. The work's a lot of the same. My coaches are the ones that watch a lot of the tape and they make the changes and manipulate the training to, to cater to my next opponent. But, you know, we look at our opponents and we, we say to ourselves, like, what would, what would they be training to try and beat me? And then we start working on those flaws, holes, gaps, or anything, um, or anything like that, just to, to make sure. So, so, you know, with with Drikus, uh, he's he's a tough dude. He's hungry. He has nothing to lose. You know, he's riding momentum right now. He's he's going to make this a dog fight. He wants to make it a dog fight. How does he beat me? He makes it a dog fight. Wears me out. Scraps it up. Makes it ugly. Pushes takedowns. Tries to land bombs in close. That's how he beats me. But uh, so so with that knowledge, that's what I've been training. You know, I've been training to be the dog in the fight. And, uh, I re- yeah, I look forward to it. You know, um, this is one of the fights that, I don't know, I just feel like there's a lot of honor to be gained in this fight. He's a pretty respectful guy. He does, doesn't doesn't speak a lot of, hasn't speak, uh, spoke a lot of negativities towards me. Like, we're just going in there as two warriors, going to leave it all there and just, you know, put on a good day's work. 
And it was, I'm sorry, Jimmy. No, go ahead, about going into your second fight with Izzy, I mean, it was very, I mean, it, whenever you're facing somebody that finished you, it, it, it's, it, it's, it's, a, it's a weird thing. You know what I mean? Because you don't want to repeat performance. You want to do your best. You know the guy got you out of there. What was, now, and then to have the fight you had with him, which was a, a competitive fight, he got the decision. But now how, do, how does it feel now? Do you feel like you, in, I know it sounds, I hate to say moral victory, but after the way that fight went the first time, and then after what you did in the second fight, now after being in there for that long with him, do you be like, all right, now at least I know this guy's not out of my league. You know what I mean? Like, do you feel a little bit more like, I mean, now I know I could beat him, even though I didn't beat him compared to your first outing? Um, I know exactly what you're saying, mate. Um, hey, you're trying to say. And, <laughs> no, the, and then I'll summarize it for you. Like, just in that first fight, he took my confidence. Yes. In that second fight, I took it back. I like that shit. That's what I want to fucking get out of that. That's what I'm talking about. Because Jimmy, that is, I remember looking before the fight, I'm watching you in there and I'm like, man, I mean, dude, there's got to be a ball of nerves in there that he's holding together to see where this is going. And then to watch the way the fight played out, I remember feeling like, all right, I don't really feel bad for Robert. Like, that was a good fucking fight, man. And it shows that this is, that this could be done. Like, you know, yeah, you're, definitely, you're, definitely. Like, well, well, you take, you take some of the hesitation out of that second fight that I had and the trepidation leading to some of the strikes and I win that fight, you know? And you look at a guy like uh, 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 Duplessis, who is, uh, he's, he's a pretty well-rounded fighter. I mean, he beat uh, Till with a neck crank. He's a, a couple of TKOs, a doctor stoppage uh, and a decision over Tavares. So like, He's a well-rounded fighter, but he ha and he's fought good fighters, but he has not fought the level of fighters you have fought for the amount of time that you've been at the level. Uh, you know, you're, you're a, a much more of a veteran in the sport. And I, I always say how much I love to watch an up-and-coming fighter against a guy like you who's a veteran who has seen everything. There's nothing he's going to do that you haven't at least seen in the cage before. And I think a lot of times younger fighters are more likely to make a mistake than a guy like you, and you're more likely to capitalize on something he does wrong. No, well, I think experience plays such a strong factor in the fight game and in the fight world, in all sports across the board. But well, I don't know. I feel like it, it, it shows. You can see it when um, when two guys, um, with the decisions they make in the octagon. Um, I understand he's got fights under his belt. I understand he hasn't fought names like I have. But every fight is, is essentially the same. The, your opponent's trying to take you out of there. He's trying to take yeah. you out. And that comes with a lot of the same nerves and a lot of the same setups leading, moving into a fight. I, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I can't underestimate that. And then, like I said before, he's a guy that has nothing to lose. He's the young dude, up and coming, hungry for it. Everyone expects him to lose to me just because of, like, of, of what I've done. He's, he's got, he's got nothing to lose. And that is so damn, a man with nothing to lose is dangerous. And, uh, and I, I, I respect that danger. What do you think you need to do to get another title shot? Um, you know, because you fought Izzy twice. And I think if I'm correct, the two guys he hasn't fought that are in the top 10 are Strickland and Duplessis, I think are the only two people that he hasn't uh, fought yet. So what do you think your path would be to get back to a title shot? Uh, beat, beat, beat Drickus, beat the next guy, beat everyone. 
But, <laughs> you know, it's uh, that's the beautiful thing about this sport, I guess. And it, if you just keep winning, eventually you'll get to where you want to go. They did have to, see, yeah. Uh, did you see Sean Strickland's fight over the weekend? I did. And I will, I will tell you, I will tell you, He's starting to grow with me, dude. I like him. <laughs> the guy is funny as hell, I think. Dude, I, yeah, he's uh, he's grown on me so much, yeah. <laughs> Did you think Magomedov was a little too, uh, spent a little too much energy in the first round? Because he was so, he looked so uh, really good in the first round. And it just seemed like Strickland was kind of just jabbing and, and playing it very smart. But he seemed like he was very, very, by the end of the first round, you could see Magomedov getting, he seemed like he was a little winded. And I'm wondering if that was part of what Strickland wanted to do to him. Uh, it's hard to say. Strickland definitely likes those, um, that sort of pressure style pace setting fights. Yeah. I think maybe, maybe the, um, this is one of those times where experience and fighting high caliber dudes shows itself a little bit because you see just the, the way they approach that first round moving into the second. And the thing is we, we cannot discount some of the significant strikes Strickland landed on Magomedov because it seemed like, and then and tell me if you agree, it seemed like all of a sudden someone flicked a switch and Magomedov just wanted to get out of there. Like he, he did not, he was like, this, this part ain't fun anymore. <laughs> yeah, he was landing some heavy leg kicks. I, I love big heavy leg kicks and front kicks and he was landing a lot in the first, but I guess it wasn't, uh, Strickland was just seeming like he, he was applying pressure. But again, that jab, he's just so measured and he doesn't seem to waste a lot of punches and he doesn't seem to waste a lot of energy. Yeah, he's got a he's got a very unique striking style that is is unique to him. Just the how upright he stands, where he throws his hands from, you know, they're all it's a it's a different sort of style. Did you ever have a did you ever see this in the gym? I've seen it before. And it reminded me of that fight where a guy who's not really in shape wants to spar and he goes off, leaves everything in round one, and he's like, All right, I'm done. And it's like, I don't know. We got round two coming up. <laughs> some guys, they want to get something in. So they'll get something in. And then they're supposed to do a few rounds. They're like, all right, I'm done. No, no, no. You're not done. You just, that guy took no, no, no. fucking three minutes. Now we agreed on a few rounds. Now you want the, uh-uh. you're staying in. I see Longo not let guys out of the, out of the ring. They all know. Oh, sh- you're not. No, yeah. you're after the next round, then take off. You're not doing that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Rob, yeah, it's like hundred percent. And I'm 100% with that as well. It's like, what you want to, you want to come in, do your absolute best to put the guy out of there. And then uh, and when it doesn't work, quit, get out of here, bro. Yeah, I'm not saying that's <laughs> you know, what, what you sow. Yeah. I'm not saying that's what happened in that fight, but it was kind of reminiscent of that kind of thing that I've seen in the gym, you know? And I think that's where experience plays the part, doesn't it? Oh, I, well, you heard Sean Strickland. He goes, you know, and I'm not going to try to do his, he's, he's funny, he's all over the place, but, you know, that's round one. We have two, three, four, five to go. You know, he's, yeah, he's, and he's a durable guy. He'll stay. Yeah, there. man. It's not like he's going to speed it up or, or, or even get a little slow. He just stays on going and he has that, he uses that fucking, what do they call that? Almost like that, what is it called? The Philly shell? Like, yeah. A lot of guys use that, but he uses it. it seems to work for him. You know? Yeah, 
And and he didn't panic. I I, I know that's the, when you see a veteran, it's like a guy who's been in there with some really. They, there's no panic. Uh, and weathering those storms, whereas a, a younger guy might tend to panic or, or, or use too much energy or just make some stupid moves. So I, I always love these matchups. And I can't wait for this fight on uh, on Saturday night. Um, and I really, uh, I'm a, such a fan of yours, so I, I hope it goes well for you. Uh, I like Duplessis as well, but I would love to see you get a third shot at Izzy. So when I might, I'll do my best. I'm sure you will. One more question, Robert, too, because you said something that was interesting. You said that you train for, how do I think they're going to train to beat me? And when you're doing that, do you find weaknesses in your game? Like what, when, when you're training specifically for that, are there things you've learned about yourself? And you go, wow, I'm not, this is not as strong as I thought it was, and I need to fix it. Uh, it's, it's like, it's much of a muchness, if, if that makes sense. Because it's like, I wouldn't have gotten to this level if I had gaping holes, if I had huge flaws in my game. There's just no way I'd be at the level and done the things that I've done. But if you ask me if there's room to, for improvement, if he's, right. if you ask me what his strength is and pushing into into one of my skill sets, then there's always room for improvement. There's always little little tweaks and twists we can we can uh, add to the game or, for, or to the game plan just to to really take away all the potential advantages he may have that's great it's always always a pleasure to have you on and again always so great to watch you fight and this is the, probably the biggest card of the year so good luck on saturday night against uh trickers to and we'll talk to you again and i can't wait to see you get another shot at the title i appreciate you guys so much thanks for having me on all right robert thank yeah. you have a great right, fight later buddy see you later mate Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. And listen, I always like, but he's such a likable guy. He's great. Yeah. I went to a lot of Machine Gun Kelly and him and um, Little Wayne. Why you got your nose up? I smell like Guns and Roses. A, yeah, I don't listen to any of them. A, A, four A's, ready? Okay. Um, I got to do. A, yes, sir. I got to do a read before we finish too. Oh, oh. Can I? Can I plug something before we go? <laughs> go ahead, Jimmy. This Wednesday, <laughs> Fat Black Pussycat. It's been selling out every week, and I'm heading down to Rogan's Club, July 14th, 15th, and 16th. The 14th and 15th are totally sold out. Early show Sunday is sold out. There's a few tickets on the late show Sunday. We added Sunday shows. And uh, so the late show has a few tickets and that's it. And then uh, August 12th, I will be in New Mexico in Albuquerque. So uh, come by. I may go to a bare knuckle fight the night before. One of your friends, a good friend of yours, uh, reached out to me. Mr. Chris Lytle. Oh, I love Chris Lytle. I know you do. I know you do. He gave me that. I know he did. He gave me that's from his head. (laughs) It's funny, Jimmy. I felt like I was dying at the fat black pussycat the other day. See, sometimes I have a lot of people at my school, right? 
So it's not a comedy club, but the other day I had my Jedi gathering, which is a lot of my black belts come together. They bring their families. We get a bunch of pizzas and I, I catch them up on their degrees on their black belt and take a picture. Yep. It's, it's nice. So there's a sea of people out there. So I got everybody lined up against the wall. People are, so I go, okay. That's he's just like a little fuzzy bear. I go, okay, you know, everybody. So I'm like, first of all, and possibly most importantly, the ETA on Umberto's is four o'clock. Boom. Nobody says, I'm like, well, I thought the pizza thing would have went over bigger, but uh, hey, let's get to the first stripe. <laughs> Who this man? You suck. I'm joining Tiger Showman's. Listen, <laughs> all I know is they can't all be out of the park. Yeah, it's a rough one, right? When you're bombing at your own place, yeah, it happens. Is it hot in here? Anyway, I just like to have fun. They, they all right, folks, Umberto's, four o'clock. <laughs> the Umberto's. Anyway. <laughs> Listen, Jimmy, we like yes. to have fun, me and you. Yes, we do. So what else? Are we out of here? Well, yeah, I have to do – and we'll be back, obviously, on Wednesday. We're going to give our picks uh, for this incredible uh, card, Volkanovski uh, yes. against Yair Rodriguez. and uh, a, rumor, you know. a rumor we're having Robbie Lawler on. Oh, yeah, I think I did. Who is it? Who do we have? A Bonicol and Robbie Lawler. That's great. Oh, my God. That's yeah, a dangerous couple of guys. Yep, for Robbie's retirement fight, be nice to talk. He's always such a nice, quiet, even-keeled guy until he gets in the cage, and then he is just a, a just an awful, awful nightmare to have to deal with. 41 years old, and he's another guy that broke 40 and still looks very dangerous. Shit, man. Him on the cage is like you on the stage. All right, Jimmy, so... It's been a delight. You're both murder. That's what I'm trying to get at. I know. I, I know. I, okay. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> All right, Jimmy. Let's I'll talk say to you tomorrow. Yes. Goodbye, buddy. Goodbye, everyone. Thank you, Robert Whitaker and Nico Price. See you Wednesday.